Welcome to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I'm an imperfect parent. The pressures from all directions to be perfect can be overwhelming. They come from family, friends, social media, and can be very difficult to deal with, especially if you feel like you're on this journey alone. Well, that ends here. You are not alone, and together we will become a village and community by building strong foundations in which the relationships with ourselves and our family can be built on. I'm going to share with you the stories and knowledge of parents, professionals, and authority figures who have been there or have the knowledge, tools, and resources you need to find out what works, what doesn't, and what's next. So let's go. We got this. All right. Welcome back to the Imperfect Parent Podcast, and I am an imperfect parent. Today, we have a returning guest for like, I think it's the third time. Yeah, number three. And you know, I wish he'd come on every week. I really do. I need a co-host, but he's like busy doing all this other radio hosting and whatnot. We're very busy. So and let's welcome back Michael Tom. I was just thinking, wait, is this good that I keep coming back? I'm like the best imperfect parent out there. I'm the biggest screw up out of all your friends and associates for when it comes to parenting. So let's get Mike on. He screws up a lot. <laughs> He's the epitome of imperfect parent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm happy. Like I am, <laughs> we all are right. And I can freely admit it. So. <laughs> oh, exactly. Mike. And you know, like it's, it's funny. Like, first of all, welcome back. It's awesome to have you. You know, this summer has just been so busy and so crazy that I feel the only way I can get caught up and talk to you is invite you onto the show and like we'll get and we'll get to catch up <laughs> yeah it was nice we got to see your wife and your kids they stopped in in Winnipeg a couple of weeks ago and got to spend some time with them which I have some stories about imperfect parenting from that trip once we get going here but yeah at least we can connect this way you and I through your podcast yeah man like actually I've mentioned it a couple of times already about our holiday summers and you know, our girls got to go on a wicked adventure. For some reason, Aaron always decides last minute to take the kids on an epic eight hour drive to go see friends. But so, you know, if she wants to pack them up and give her. And then when she said that she's going to make a stop by your place, I, I kind of got a little jealous. I was like working away and see you guys splashing around in the sun. <laughs> yeah, I was so sad. And that's like one of my, so like Aaron and the kids stopped by, right? And your youngest, June, and my oldest, Cameron, they warmed up to each other pretty quick. Or uh, not June, sorry, uh, Jolene, Joe. And uh, they warmed up to each other pretty quick. And there's a kiddie pool in the backyard, right? And we were like, yeah, we could go swimming if you want. Cameron wanted to swim really bad. And next thing you know, while we're figuring out a plan, right? The two Tom kids, Cameron and our son, Jeremiah, they're buck naked, run into the pool. And then your three daughters just kind of like staring, what's going on? But Mike's kids are naked running in the backyard. <laughs> oh, to be honest, man, like Joe, it's been a struggle to keep clothes on that kid this summer. Like I'm surprised she was, I am surprised she even showed up with clothes. Like we were back in Manitoba at grandma's there for a bit and out at the lake and meeting all these new like cousins and friends and everything. And surprisingly enough, she did keep her clothes on in the right moments. But as soon as we got home from holidays, I bet you she wasn't in the house like 30 seconds and she was sitting on the couch all naked. Just like, yeah. That's so funny. Like, yeah, our kids, they haven't seen each other since Joe and Cameron were babies. They were like six and eight months old or something. And so it's the first time meeting. We're basically right. And you're too oldest. Those poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're unfortunately getting, you know, a little bit older and they might be a little bit old for this activity or that activity. I might have to 
attach a link to that video of the kiddie pool episode there <laughs> yeah jeremiah power bombing off the we have like a little play school slide right so you know those blue and red three-step up slides but he climbs to the top and then literally power bombs into this pool that's like what a foot deep a foot and a half deep <laughs> yeah if that <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, awesome he's pretty wild and crazy <laughs> we've actually got in quite a bit of swimming and pool activities this summer the the older girls have really come along in their swimming it's crazy actually nice yeah our oldest camera like loves to swim and we had her in lessons when she was like six months old lessons i guess just splashing in the pool with parents right but uh, yeah so she's always loved it and been in a couple different lessons now but jeremiah our youngest he's like a lockdown baby like he wasn't even a year old when the first lockdown came around and he's got a little backyard swimming in and we've gotten to the lake a couple times this summer. So he's warming up to it pretty good now. We'll start off with funny stories here. Like I, I called you and said, come on the show because I need to have some funny stories. I want to start like doing Friday episodes with funny parenting stories and whatever. But today is just to catch up. We're going to shoot the shit and we'll stories will come out, I'm sure. But I got one about water and swimming. We're at Pike Lake with the girls and Pike Lake is a nice little provincial park kind of close to our house but the lake is pretty much a glorified slough right <laughs> like we've we all know those we grew up in those but so we're out there swimming around and we're getting into the deeper area but Anna can still go down and touch well June goes down and touches and comes up and she's like oh why does it feel like that you know like that squishy mushy bottom and Anna without skipping a beat goes because it's wetter down there. I kind of laugh and then I'm like, well, there's something to that, actually, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> it's just wetter down there. <laughs> and so I just, so I just look at Anna and then she like catches on what she just said. And so it's been the, it's been the joke of the summer is that it's wetter down there. But you know what? If you go down there and like, as you go down to try and touch the bottom and you sink knee deep in mud it does feel wetter down there. Like, why is it so mushy, Matt? <laughs> I pushed a button, sorry. Usually you screw up and you've got tens of thousands of people listening live to you screwing up, so. <laughs> well, like I've been trying to battle this computer for like a week and hopefully this recording comes out because I am struggling, Mike. These, this tech stuff, I tell you, man, I don't know how you do it. Those classic moments when you leave a live mic on and you and a friend at work think you're off the air and being silly in the studio or something, right? And it's going live for everybody to hear under the music. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty epic that you've actually been able to pull that off. Like, that's impressive. Like, tell us, come on, tell us some pandemic stories of like, you've been working at home, man. Like, how crazy is that? I have had a few of those moments here, actually, because uh, like I'm still in my home studio right now. Manitoba has opened up recently, but we're still kind of keeping it safe with studios and not sharing microphones. Right. So still working for my home studio. And I have had my kids make an appearance a couple of times on live radio, walk in and looking for something or oh, I forget we were still in our old house in the winter. And my daughter walked in and just like pushed the door open while I was talking live, scared the crap out of me. Right. And so literally like I'm like jumping and yelling on the radio and then like having to catch my breath and explain to everybody what just happened and pull the three-year-old or the almost four-year-old onto the radio so she can say hi. And yeah. Yeah. Working at home and 
It's been so one of the good things like working from home and family interrupting is like our radio station, it's Christian radio, but so then that means like super family focused and family friendly, right? So I like I pull my kids on if I don't have any prep that day, right? If I haven't done my job and got ready for my show, then pull the kids on because all the mums driving in the minivan will be like, oh, that's so cute. And he's such a nice dad and loving dad, right? But one of the other changes that happen is usually like a February's I love to read month. So that's actually, that's always a busy time for radio DJs because you get invited to different schools, right? And different things like uh, that. Got to go read the stories. To yeah, classes or you what? go read to classes. So, and I'm really big. I'm a big deal with all the Christian elementary schools here. Eh? I feel like a rock star for a month every year. <laughs> all these eight-year-olds. So this year, a lot of schools, they had asked me, would you read a video, whether it was live on Zoom or just pre-record and send in? I had one school ask me to pre-record and send it in. And so I thought, well, this is cool. I'll get the kids to sit with me, like my kids, Jeremiah and Cameron, right? Jeremiah is like 16 months old or something. Cameron is, she would have been just like barely two years old. And so, you know, I read these books and they laugh and they giggle. It'll be a lot of fun. So I'm recording it and I pick out one of Cameron's favorite books and of course, like she will not cooperate. So picture, I'll do this. I'll play the audio for you. You can hear this. Okay. I've got it. So picture this. I'm sitting on the couch with a book. I've got this 16 month old baby boy on my lap. And then off camera is this audio of a three-year-old moody little girl who would not participate. We're going to read some books together. It's I'm not I you're not happy. Cameron's not happy, everybody. Oh, no. Cameron, come here. Bring me the book. And we'll read the book together. <laughs> nope. It's staying at the library. It's staying in the library. But books are for everyone. Come on. Everybody chant for Cameron to bring the book. Bring the book. Bring the book. Bring the book. I'm not bringing the book. <laughs> bring me the book, please. I'm not. This is not how we practice things. <laughs> That's awesome. Could you hear that? Yeah, that was awesome, man. Like, bring the book. Bring the book. I'm not bringing the book. I'm not bringing the book. <laughs> so, and then the, so the video ends and then what gets cut off, because I'm a Christian radio DJ, right? Speaking of imperfect parent, though, is me getting up and muttering something like, you know what? This. <laughs> it's just so annoyed because I'm trying to pull this off and I'm busy, right? And, and she's just being a little turd. <laughs> so we only have time for one take and she's not cooperating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I ended up having to go down back to the studio and just do it myself. So, <laughs> but I'll send you the link to that Instagram video and you can uh, share it with the listeners afterwards. They can see the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, 100%. And everybody, if you're not, if you're not following Mike and Katie on Instagram, jump over there and give them a little follow. They got some gold that comes out of the Tom household. <laughs> We, we try and keep it pretty real. So like, because you can like, yeah, it's, the, you often hear like social media is the highlight reel, right? We only put on the good stuff and, 
I mean, typically our bad stuff is also kind of funny stuff as well, but Katie especially will be very honest about the other tough stuff, right? But oh heck yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely try not to make ourselves look like perfect parents on social media, though. Like I want everybody to know that I am an imperfect parent on social media. So yeah. Here, you gotta give me some Instagram tips here because like I really should be, you know imperfect parent should be on Instagram. I should be sharing my stories and sharing my pictures. Yes. That's actually would be your golden place actually. Okay. Well, so share some gold with me here, Matt. Like, do I have to carry, like, do I got to wear a GoPro or like, how do I catch these moments so I can share them on the old Insta? (laughs) This is something I always laugh about because like when there's a parenting, a teachable parenting moment, when you should be correcting your children, right? Instead, I'm pulling out my phone (laughs) to document it with a video or a picture before I like lecture them or whatever. Right. Like, or the other day I took the kids for a walk. Katie needed some quiet time and I was super proud of, of myself. I took the kids out for a walk down to the duck pond. It's a few blocks away and I let Jeremiah walk the dog. And so I'm taking pictures, right. Jeremiah walking the dog in the middle of all these geese and Cameron following behind. And I get this super cute picture. But Cameron had been asking for Jeremiah to give her a turn walking the dog, right? And he wouldn't. So I get this super cute picture. And then like half a second later, her hands literally go around his neck and she's strangling him like, give me the dog. (laughs) And he's screaming. And I'm fumbling for my phone trying to capture it one more time before I tell her to let him go, right? So I'm always like, well, they'll figure it out. I got to get this picture. we have so many moments in parenting life. Like it's just, you know, like you said, from one split second, it could be like a magical moment. And then the next, next split second, you're absolutely going like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) That's totally true. Right? Like that's everyday normal life, magical moment. You and your wife could look at each other and like, our life is perfect. And 10 seconds later, somebody's trying to kill somebody. You and your wife are arguing about how to deal with it. Right. And And they have the power of picking those moments so well, like, I don't know how they do it, but they could have been just been absolutely, you know, my, I got three girls. They could have been princesses all day, just lovely, helping out, saying polite things to each other, not fighting. Then you like acknowledge that. And all of a sudden it's like World War Three, like. <laughs> right. Just turns on a dime yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and so guess what I just did? I sent my kids to like martial arts camp this week. They, nice. Yeah. Except Anna come home yesterday and goes, we learned how to choke somebody out today. <laughs> I was just going to say, you just taught them how to kick each other's ass. Great. Good job. Smart thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's for, it's for your safety. Oh yeah. No, it's for straight up winning battles at home. Like I'm just picturing it now. <laughs> oh man. At least we didn't teach Jolene. Cause she'd probably come out with the belt for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those youngest you got to watch. Hey, eh? <laughs> yeah. We have these, they have these three shirts, each one of them. The I think Anna's is the oldest. She's like, I'm the oldest. That's why we have rules. June has the, I'm the middle rules don't apply. And the youngest one is like, I don't know. I forget what it says or whatever. There are no rules or something like there that. are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they fit them. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We were working at home here. My basement studio is super cold too. And they're obsessed with this lately, this word. 
So my studio is like 15 degrees the other day. So I ran upstairs to grab my slippers uh, quick between breaks on air. And I stick my foot in my slipper. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Just like crunchy and weird. And I'm like, what's going on? And I take it off. And I and my four-year-old starts cackling. Cameron starts cackling. She, and she screams, we got up to mischief. <laughs> and that's like, she loves that word mischief right now. So they had put peanuts in my slippers. They filled them with peanuts. <laughs> thinking that'd be super funny. Like, And it's kind of scary, actually, because now they can like, think this through and do a long play right like they know yeah dad's gonna put on his slippers eventually <laughs> they don't care if they're gonna screw me over right away they're like they're willing to wait things out now to see what happens so <laughs> <laughs> that is frightening like frightening man <laughs> isn't it i just realized that like wait they're thinking this through now and like plotting and planning in three hours, we're going to scare him, right? Or screw him over kind of thing. So when they're old enough to have Instagram accounts, I am definitely subscribing to Cameron's. Like, <laughs> because if because if she starts pranking you, that is going to be the absolute best. <laughs> the other weird thing, I guess, like, has been, well, twofold. There's, first of all, the potty training world. And Cameron's pretty much fully potty trained now. We do put her in pull-ups for overnight, just still accidents, right? But... Part of the potty training this summer has been telling us when she needs to go pee. And if we're out at the cabin in the middle of nowhere, then mom has, I guess, has taught her how to pee outside. Yep. Yep. So we came around the corner in the backyard one day and there's a big steaming pile of something there. Oh, no. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, our dog is only seven pounds, right? So where did this come from? And Cameron's like, I pooped outside like he told me to. <laughs> like Nobody's been telling you to poop in the yard, kid. <laughs> so trying to teach um, yeah, when peeing outside is appropriate or not, right? And then the other part has been like teaching them about body parts and because we have a boy and a girl, especially, right. And yeah, trying to teach our daughter to be safe about body parts. Like these are yours. Nobody touches them. Right. But so there's a lot of loud public talking now from them about penises and vaginas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. Out of nowhere could be like, dad, I have a vagina. Only I touch it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And yes, I'll take uh, some more groceries and, uh, you know, ca carry on down this aisle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm really uh, hoping that quits once we start going back to church. So <laughs> <laughs> I had a funny, this parent told me a story. We were sitting on the beach and our kids were playing together and whatever. And she has a boy. And so I know you're not supposed to, but whatever kids pee in the lake right so and sometimes it's a long walk if you want to go to the bathroom so whatever she's told her boy it's okay if you pee in the lake sometimes like don't worry about it you don't need to yell it just go ahead and do it well <laughs> we were sitting there and all of a sudden his shorts are down around his ankles but he's not in the lake he's just like up to the water <laughs> just on the shore <laughs> Yeah, up to the water, and then he just starts peeing in the lake. <laughs> and then he's like, Mom, I'm peeing in the lake. <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't tell me you're supposed to go up to your waist first. <laughs> I just think of the like uh TikTok prank videos you could do with that as an adult, like get a little squeeze bottle or something in your trunks and do that 
yourself standing in the up to your knees or something and <laughs> yeah. your trunks get wet in front of everybody <laughs> yeah are you on tiktok as well or what yeah you know what like i just don't like facebook anymore and like facebook's yep. where like i can get my stuff out to my audience right and stuff but this pandemic man i just don't like facebook anymore it's just super heavy so i need it for work and stuff but i go to tiktok to make my heart happy again and tiktok learns what you like it's got an algorithm right so yeah it's just full of funny parents now it's full of a lot of funny indigenous people from here in canada actually i love them and a lot of great indigenous creators that make me laugh and uh then just like a lot of stupid like fart videos and stuff like that right <laughs> But if you want like imperfect parent community, like go to TikTok. Yeah, they keep it pretty real there too. So, so you're totally right about this Facebook being heavy. Like, unfortunately, like I, I do spend quite a bit of time on Facebook. It's kind of where I've, where I go to do my research, find people, whatever. But you're so right. Like consuming the content off of there. Oh my God. Like I have, I am heavy on the block unfriend unfollow mute conversation like i i don't put up with no shit unfortunately it pushes a lot of fake news onto you you know like it's just crap exactly right and it's just everybody's angry all the time and stuff and i've tried hiding people right and doing different things so my feed's a bit more upbeat but i'm still on facebook a lot but i go to tiktok to for my happy time yeah <laughs> so and it works pretty well. Gives me a different outlook on the day again after some time on there. All right. Well, you've kind of maybe inspired me to start a couple more accounts. Not that I need them, but maybe I'll try and give it a shot here for a couple of videos. Yeah. Well, and even Instagram's a lot better, right? Like for that. So, and I'm sure you could find those things on either medium like TikTok or Instagram. But if you don't go searching for them, they're not just puking themselves onto your feed like Facebook is right now for me. So, yeah. Although, have you noticed that they have been embedding TikTok videos in Facebook? Yeah. So I keep like one status for Facebook. I keep thinking of writing the past three weeks or so is the only good thing about Facebook is all the TikTok on Facebook right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's up with that as has Facebook bought TikTok or what? No, they've just figured out a way to keep people on their own platform longer, I guess. Right. So yeah, they give TikTok love, but they're keeping people from wandering over there then. So man, they're sneaky bastards, aren't they? <laughs> so, but TikTok, yeah, it's got a great parenting community actually on there. And uh, I know, no Instagram does too. I feel like Instagram, it might be more of the beautiful people, right? Like the more of the, Pinterest mums and stuff like that. Nothing wrong if you're a Pinterest mom, but I'm just saying I'm not a Pinterest dad, right? TikTok's more effing up parents and yeah. <laughs> just everything. Yeah. I do have accounts in all of these places. My Insta is not very active. I started an Insta because I was on that app Clubhouse for a little while. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then my TikTok is just, yeah, for scrolling bullshit. And then I have a Twitter for crypto. Like, I, I don't want to bring up crypto too much, but like I get all my crypto news from my Twitter feed. But that's see, that's a great parenting thing. So it's this different mediums for different things. Right. And like parents, we need different tools for different things, whether it's your kid getting naked in front of other kids you just met. Right. Or 
different ways to handle different situations, right? I think that's why, like, yeah, imperfect parents makes a lot of sense. Like, or even as parents, we're all going to handle it differently. And that's okay. The same situation, right? I got to let you go. You said you had a hard stop. You, man, like we could talk forever. I haven't talked with you all summer, but you know, this is awesome. I, I just love having you on. It's uh, pretty easy conversations just to discuss the realness and, and all the crazy BS that we have to go through as parents and people who actually go to work and, you know, try and function in the business life as well. It's a mad mess of a mix, but yeah, I just love chatting with you, brother. Same here, buddy. Thanks for having me back on. I'll come back on more often up. I'm sure I'll have enough uh, new stories to tell in a week or two. So, <laughs> Hey, you have a podcast and stuff. You want to just give your, whatever your radio, your podcast, give a few shouts out, a few calls to action here. It's called the connections podcast. We have new episodes every day. Cause it's also a radio show as well. So you can check that out. I talk to lots of parents actually, and there's a pretty heavy faith angle on it often. So if that's your thing, You'll really enjoy that too. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts. Just search like Connections Mike Tom and it'll come up. And you can find me on like Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. If you search a Reverend Tom, T-H-O-M, you should find me most of those places. So Sweet, man. Thanks a lot, dude. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. All right, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end. I super appreciate each and every one of you who listens. I hope you get as much out of this adventure as I do. Remember to hit that subscribe button, and if you could leave a rating and a review, that would be awesome, because it helps the show reach more parents who may just need to hear this. Then head over and join the Facebook group, type TIP Podcast in the search bar. This is where we will build our community and share our stories so we can learn from each other and not feel all alone, but receive support and encouragement to embrace being perfectly imperfect. Thanks so much, everyone. We got this.